Hello and welcome to the Betches Up Podcast. I'm Sammy Fishbein. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betches Up Podcast is your bi-weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happening in the news, explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us. Today we're talking about... The Amazon's on fire. Uh, Trump is trying to buy Greenland. And he says he is the chosen one. Let's get into it. Betches Media presents... I like beer. I don't know if you do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not? Uh, my party is going bat crazy. <laughs> Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast. America! Rough day already. Yeah. That was take two. Yeah. We we had to do that a few times. We were slurring as if we are the president of the United Mm -hmm, States. mm -hmm. Abhurred. It was abhurred. Abhurred. Absurd. (laughs) It was absurd. Well, you'll get to that later. We'll play you guys a little clip. Mm -hmm, Clap. mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Sammy, what's getting you through this week in Trump's America? So... One of our favorite states, one that people are claiming may turn purple and maybe even blue one day, may have accidentally decriminalized marijuana. And that state is none other than the great state of Ted Cruz, Texas. Yes, Texas. Yes. (laughs) I mean, I'm applauding their um, mistakes. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when your state doesn't believe in education. Mm -hmm. You accidentally decriminalize (laughs) things that you didn't mean to. So here's what happened. Um, Earlier this year, Texas passed a bill legalizing the production of hemp and CBD, which are not, they're not marijuana, but they do come from the same plant. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, And the bill basically passed with broad bipartisan support and defined hemp as containing less than 0.3% of THC and anything above that would be classified as weed. However, because marijuana is federally legal, Texas labs are not even able to test THC levels with the right degree of precision so that they can't actually differentiate the percentage that would be between hemp and marijuana. So basically that means anyone selling anything of this like Mm -hmm. you know product profile can basically say that they have hemp and the state the state has no actual way to test and prove that that's false that's so bizarre so it's like if you have like some bud and they're like no this is hemp they're like okay (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) they're like let me try (laughs) yeah i don't know smoke it I mean, so basically, as a result, prosecutors have begun dismissing hundreds of weed cases until the state can get the right equipment. And Virginia and Tennessee have also passed similar measures with the same issue. That's so, like, funny. It's really funny. It's, like, very VP of them. Very VP of them. Um, I mean, hopefully someone will just make it federally legal and we won't have to worry about it anymore. But I, I love that they kind of self-owned themselves on this. Yeah. I mean, how how are you unable to test this? I mean, like, I feel like I could test it mm-hmm. with my eyes. <laughs> yes. Like, I can or tell my, you. my lungs. <laughs> yeah. I can let you guys know if you need someone to, like, physically do the testing. <laughs> yeah. I will donate my body to science for this cause. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Texas. <laughs> All right, Brian, what is getting you through this week in Trump's America? Well, it looks like the um, the Democratic field is finally narrowing down just I mean, a little it's there's still a little over 20 people. So that's insane. Yeah, I know. So both um, following Eric Swallow's departure, both former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper and current Washington governor have dropped out of the race. Jay Inslee. Um, so Hickenlooper is actually going to run for Senate now in Colorado, which is great because he's up against, um, a Republican incumbent, Cory Gardner, and it looks like it's a really good toss up state for us to take back. So that's exciting. Um, Jay Inslee is going to, um, 
run for governor again, which Great. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like, it bothers me that of all the people to get out, like Jay Inslee, who's one of the ones with an actually necessary good message is one of the ones getting out. But it yeah. also sort of makes sense that like someone would just stay in this race knowing that they have no chance of winning. I'm looking at you, John Delaney, <laughs> because their ego is so big. Well, it's like, you know, so the September debates are coming up. I think they're September 11th and 12th or September 12th and 13th, September 10th and 11th. I'm not 100% sure. There's no sure. way they made it September 11th. I think they might have. I think it's minus September 11th and September 12th. That's asking for the wrong, <laughs> that's the wrong thing. But, um, so only 10 candidates have qualified and these other candidates are starting to see that they are not going to be able to make that debate. And if they don't make that debate stage... Things don't look good for them. So the 10 uh, candidates who have qualified, just as a refresher, is Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, Julian Castro, Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, Beto O'Rourke, Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Andrew Yang. Um, It looks like Tulsi Gabbard and Kirsten Gillibrand could be getting close, but it's not sure. Um, Tom Steyer, the billionaire, and who the one who's like, like really horny for impeachment, uh, is the closest to making the cut. Um, which is interesting because he's like uh, just basically his own donor because he's so rich. I wonder if the Russians are going to fund Tulsi Gabbard to get her into the debate. Stay I tuned. <laughs> I think she's like, I think she's like, I don't know if she's reached all the polling thresholds. I think, I don't know. She, it seems like she might. So it, that's the one thing they can't really change. Yeah. So she's, at, so they're they at 10 right now. Ads. They could. Um, they have 10 right now. And if one more person qualifies, they split it up into two nights. Which well, would be annoying. I mean, 10 is a lot on one stage, too. That's true. So it almost might be better if they did get one more and then they could have two solid yeah. debates. I mean, I kind of hope Kirsten Dillebrand gets in. I could do without some of these people. But I mean, I do also I'm interested to hear what they're saying. It's just kind of a lot still. Yeah, I could do without some of them, too. Um, Like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's someone said <laughs> someone someone wrote a comment to us saying that we don't like Bernie Sanders. And I don't think that's true. I don't like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> no, but I don't. Here's yeah. the thing. I don't think someone who does like Bernie Sanders is insane. No. Like, yeah. I totally get the appeal of Bernie Sanders. Yeah. I like his ideals, but I don't. He's not my first choice. Yeah. I mean, if you guys mind that we express our own opinions, like let us know. We'll probably continue to do it, but let us know. We, we, we won't care. We'll ignore you. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. No, we really do appreciate your feedback. Maybe this would be a good time to ask you guys to please rate, review and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes us happier mm-hmm. than reading your reviews. So yeah, stay tuned to see if anyone else qualifies. Um, I'm sure we'll let you know. We will. <laughs> you can count on us. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the main news of the day. Um, Something very sad is happening, and the Amazon rainforest is on fire, Mm -hmm. not by accident, on purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, So in Brazil, we reported in the Betches Up email and on this podcast a few months ago, or maybe it's even years now, who knows, time is a flat circle. Um, Brazil elected a man who is known as Trump of the Tropics, Yair or Jair Bolsonaro. Jair. Jair. Mm-hmm. Ah, Jair Bolsonaro. Port- Portuguese, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and he doesn't give a shit about the earth. No. He like kind of ran on this idea that we are like the Amazon is this untapped resource that they need to like use to mine and like all this stuff. And yeah, that's because he doesn't realize that it is currently being tapped by allowing us all to breathe. Yeah, 
It's currently being tapped for oxygen. Yeah. Um, Brazil has had more than 74,000 fires this year, um, which is an increase of 84% from last year, which is a lot. Um, that's the most since con- since the country started keeping tabs in 2013. And most of the fires have been in the Amazon. And yeah, so the, the Amazon is responsible for about 20% of the world's oxygen. And it's home to 10% of the world's plants and animal species. And also trees suck up carbon out of the atmosphere, mm-hmm. which, as you may remember, is one of the most the biggest contributors to climate change. The ex- the excess of carbon levels in mm-hmm. the air is like the number one thing that scientists cite yeah. when they're trying to like give a timeline on how long we have. They're yeah. like, oh, well, the carbon has increased this much. So when we when we we're spoke- going up this number of degrees. So this money ice caps are melting. You're no longer going to have Miami. <laughs> yeah. That's how it's kind of how it goes. Lower Manhattan the cycle. When we spoke with um, someone from the NRDC, they were talking about how deforestation is like one of the leading problems, if not the leading problem in climate change. And it's not just the Amazon. It's, you know, the, um, the forests in, in Canada that they cut down to make toilet paper and stuff. It's so plant more trees is what we're saying. Um, yeah. They also, because he, because Bolsonaro did run on this platform that basically like the Amazon was, should we should basically rate it for resources. Mm-hmm. Um, they nicknamed him Captain Chainsaw. Oh, it's like, sounds like a movie from 2010. Yeah. It, it was definitely like a rebuttal to the saw uh, series. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the Texas chainsaw massacre. Oh, that too. Yeah. Anything. Um, but basically since he's taken office, he has gone, he's basically done what he said he would do. He rolled back environmental protection slash budgets for Brazil's environmental protection agency who needs such a thing. Mm-hmm. And because he's allowed this to happen, deforestation has skyrocketed and it has increased 88% this June compared to a year earlier. So what actually caused the fires? Um, experts suspect that loggers or ranchers started the fires when they're burning the land for agricultural use. Um, and that has basic and that these policies that he laid that he enacted have emboldened loggers to actually do this more because they know they won't be penalized for it. Yes. It's like, why should why shouldn't I just burn down this tribe's forest in their home? Because I know that my government won't, you know, I, there will be no repercussions for it. Yeah. And if you look at the pictures on social media, like they're pretty terrifying and scary. Um, well, it's also, yeah, like the smoke alone was like flying over Rio and just like it, it blocking out the sky. That's insane. Who's like, oh, yeah, this seems like a good idea. Also, it's like it's just crazy that it's even able to burn that because it's so wet. You know what I mean? True. A rainforest. It's like it's like, but yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I don't know. Like it, this, these fires must be, are just so insane. It's yeah. really scary. Well, yeah, but we're pu- we're publishing an article later today about how you can help the region um, combat the fires because I've been seeing a lot of people talking about it, but we really need to talk about how we can help. So make sure you follow our Instagram at betches underscore sup to find out how you can help out. Great. Um, shall we move on to our Trump corner? Oh boy. Yeah, we need to keep him in the corner, baby, so in the corner. This week, I talked to Sammy about this. I tweeted about it. Trump has been on his on his shit, and for some reason, it has filled me with so much dread. I know, <laughs> like so Same. much more pessimism than I usually ever have. I'm usually like, I'm gonna fight, but for some reason, it's not even like the things that he's doing. Yes, it's the things he's doing, but it's just like how outrageous this past week has been that's making me like upset. Just yeah. to seem real. Yeah, I mean, I feel like 
other people have said to me like this week seems like the worst week but then i'm like every week has felt like that mm-hmm. since january to yeah. be honest with you since the government shutdown that has there has not been one week where i've like come in this podcast room and been like mm, that was worse than last week yeah like it really does keep getting worse and i think part of the reason genuinely i do believe his his mental state is deteriorating like more than usual yeah um which makes sense given like his status yeah. as an old man as an old man an old narcissistic man <laughs> doesn't take care of himself doesn't exercise or eat healthy yeah um, i know i feel like shit if i don't exercise and eat healthy for like a day i can't imagine being like a 74 year old man who, yeah like you know like your metabolism sucks bro like get on a fucking um yeah what's that shit called elliptical elliptical <laughs> <laughs> it's so easy he thinks exercise depletes your energy. And oh, like, if you right. do exercise, like you will lose energy yeah. and then you won't be able to tweet as hard. I don't know. <laughs> um, so basically earlier this week, he tried to buy Greenland. Um, mm-hmm. Never thought we'd come to this, but like, honestly, this is something I would have written as like a satire. I thought, I thought it was, ago. I thought it was a joke, like straight up until he like tweeted about it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I also thought it was a joke until he did that tweet that was like, I, it was Trump Tower in the middle of Greenland. And it was like, I promise not to do this to Greenland. And I was like, oh, that's a j- another, that's like when he when he posted that Game of Thrones meme, or when he posted the wall uh-huh. with the like the rendering. Yeah, I was, <laughs> it was like, like, oh, the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Okay, so basically, he wants to. He suggested last week that he'd be interested in the U.S. purchasing Greenland from Denmark, and Denmark, to be honest, doesn't even own Greenland, yeah. so you can't. Yeah, buy it. Greenland was given self-rule from Denmark in 2009, but Denmark provides about 600 million in economic aid, which means the country isn't economically independent. I think I read that there's like the Greenland's population is only like 56,000 people. Yeah, and that sounds about right. And I learned this from the Mighty Ducks. Um, Greenland is actually more icy, and Iceland is actually more green. Yes, that's true. Although Iceland is also very icy and it lo- one of the glaciers lost its status as a glacier this week. Oh, yeah. They held a funeral for it. Really? Yeah. Oh. They had like a whole funeral for their first um, glacier lost to climate change. Great. Yeah. Love that that's how we're now going so, about things. <laughs> like let's hold a funeral instead of doing something. Although it's not their fault. It's really. Yeah. It's our fault. So um, Trump is trying to make Greenland green again basically ha, ha, ha. <laughs> that was a joke from our podcast producer sean that Shout was out. funny <laughs> okay so why does he want greenland the reason is because greenland is succumbing to climate change faster than almost anywhere on earth and melt and since the ice sheets are melting basically what that means is that it's going to now be green mm-hmm. enough to farm yeah there's gonna be more room for like agriculture um it, the ground will be more fertile uh, it's also attracted high demand fish species like cod and bluefin tin- tuna and businesses have cashed in and invested in harvesting the new crops. It also has a lot of resources from ranging from iron, zinc, uranium and rare earth elements. So, I mean, apparently they're trying to like start a mining industry there. Yeah. Like they're like, OK, we fucked everywhere else up so bad that we've that we have effectively melted one of yeah. the iciest place on, places on earth. So now it's almost like a previously normal place. And now we're going to fuck it up exactly how we fucked up the other places. Well, it just like really like pu- like puts uh, some energy behind the point that these conservatives and Republicans, they know that climate change is happening. They know that it is going to affect us and our future. 
but they don't care because they're like, okay, how can we tap into this and make money off of it? Because they know that impoverished people and impoverished societies are going to be the ones to have the biggest ramifications from climate change. Whereas the people in, you know, who are more economically stable, who like, you know, countries that are more economically stable will not have to face these issues. Yeah. I mean, essentially the cornerstone of being a conservative is just being a completely selfish, mm-hmm. short-sighted individual. Because well, it's kind of how I see it yeah. at this point. It's like we saw it with, you know, those heat waves here in New York when they cut off to uh they cut off power to less gentrified areas of Brooklyn. Classic. Yeah. So and be- classist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, the puns today they're I'm just sorry. rolling. I'm no, sorry. I love it. I, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> Please don't apologize. Please keep it coming. <laughs> so basically, um the Danish Prime Minister Mette Frederiksen said Denmark is not for sale. She added, "Thankfully the time where you could buy and sell other countries and populations is over. Let's leave it there." I feel like that was not forceful enough. Yeah. Um, then Trump canceled his state visit that he was supposed to have um, like in two weeks or something. I've heard, though, that he didn't actually cancel it because of this. He canceled it because Obama's going at the end of September and he probably didn't want this, the contrast between like him being shunned mm-hmm. and Obama being like embraced, if I had to guess. Um, so then he re- he tweeted at the prime minister. Denmark is a very special country with incredible people. But based on Prime Minister Mette Frederiksen's comments that she would have no interest in discussing the purchase of Greenland, I'll be postponing our meeting scheduled in two weeks for another time. And then he called her nasty. We have a clip. Yeah. I looked forward to going, but I thought that the Prime Minister's statement that it was absurd, that it was an absurd idea, was nasty. I thought it was an inappropriate statement. All she had to do is say, no, we wouldn't be interested but we can't treat the United States of America the way they treated us under President Obama. What? Uh, I thought it was a very uh, not nice way of saying something. They could have told me, no, this is something that's been discussed for many years. Harry Truman had the idea of Greenland. I had the idea. Other people have had the idea. He, he's got the best words. He had the idea of Greenland. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's like the funny thing is that like what she the way she put it, I thought was highly diplomatic. Mm-hmm. She was just like, it's not for sale. He, she basically did say no, like it yeah. wasn't nasty. Yeah, whatever. Well, he well, she th- called the idea absurd, which yeah. it is. And so Trump calling her nasty. She joins the list of women like Hillary Clinton, Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi, who Trump has all called nasty. Well, that's what he does when he feels threatened by someone. Miss he- Fredrickson, if you're nasty. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, this really, literally, I thought it was an Onion article. Well, it's not. <laughs> so, move. So the next thing that Trump has did this week, done this week, he did it. Trump said, uh, Trump said, Jews who vote Democrat show great disloyalty. Um, I'm gonna let you report this story so my blood doesn't okay. literally explode. So in the ongoing dis- so hard <laughs> in the ongoing discussions about Israel prohibiting two Muslim congresswomen to visit the country, Trump leaned into an anti-Semitic trope that Jews are not loyal um, to the United States. Uh, so here he is on Tuesday saying that Jews who vote for Democrats show a lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. The concept of even talking about this, even three years ago, of cutting off aid to Israel because of two people that hate Israel and hate Jewish people. I can't believe we're even having this conversation. 
Where has the Democratic Party gone? Where have they gone where they're defending these two people over the state of Israel? And I think any Jewish people that vote for a Democrat, uh, I think it shows either a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. Wow. That sounds like something Jared Kushner fed to him. Mm-hmm. So this trope typically implies that American Jews have split loyalties between the U.S. and Israel, but Trump seemed to be using it to imply that American Jews who vote for Democrats are just as loyal to him and Israel because he said his party are stronger proponents. Um, Hitler also said that Jews show great disloyalty. Mm-hmm. 80% of American Jews vote for Democrats. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then he he was a yeah. he was criticized for this. Obviously, he doubled down, saying it's only anti-Semitic in your head, which is insane. Insane. Which is like something that like a um, child would say, or a you know a bully would say. It's like um, you are ugly, but you only think that in your head, <laughs> or something like I don't even know. I mean, the story gets better because after after obviously receiving backlash for this, he then quote he quoted a conservative radio host on Twitter who called him the king of Israel. Here is the here are the tweets. Thank you to Wayne Allen Root for the very nice words. Quote in quotes. President Trump is the greatest president for Jews and for Israel in the history of the world, not just America. He is the best president for Israel in the history of the world and the Jewish people in Israel love him like he's the king of Israel. They love him like he is the second coming of God. But American Jews don't know him or like him. They don't even know what they're doing or saying anymore. It makes no sense, but that's okay if he keeps doing what he's doing. He's good for all Jews, blacks, gays, everyone. And importantly, he wants everyone in America who he's good for everyone in America who wants a job. Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> um okay, this is gibberish. Yes. Um, It's clear that he is really trying to use uh, Representative Omar and Representative Tlaib to, like, paint the Democratic Party in a certain way. You know, they tried this in 2018 with Nancy Pelosi. They're saying he keeps saying that they're the face of the party. He said he's saying AOC plus three. And then he keeps saying Tlaib and Omar. I'm try- I don't think he remembers who the fourth person he attacked was. He doesn't. Because um, he never says Presley's name. That's true. So, cause he's and re- he's also confused three and four uh-huh. congresswomen. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he knows what he's saying. But here's the thing. Israel does, I would say, the, the right wing in Israel or the people who are in a, uh, an alliance with the right wing in Israel do love him mm-hmm. because he has no interest in having any sort of conversation with the Palestinians. He is not interested in having a negotiation for a two-state solution. That idea honestly seems to be gone. Gone. Like, I haven't heard anyone say that. Mm-hmm. Even Netanyahu, who used to say he was okay for that, he was, like, into a two-state solution. He's seems to have evolved why, on that point. I mean, like, at this point, why would he, why would he, do, why would he go for a two-state solution if Donald Trump is president? Right. You know what I mean? It's true. Um, it, the, also, like, the se- Jews don't believe in the second coming of God, as Brian points yeah. out. <laughs> Which is, like, the whole reason that they're Jewish. Yeah, because they don't believe in the second coming. <laughs> which is hilarious. Yeah. Also, this whole controversy got my mother tweeting, mm. which you may have seen on my Instagram story. And I discovered that Barack Obama follows her. Oh, so, wow. Good yeah. for her. I'm jealous. So one good thing did come out of this. Also, to say that he's the champion of... 
Jews, blacks, gays, and everyone is just so ridiculous because, you know, as we know, he said people who come from predominantly African countries are shithole countries. You know, he just instructed his Justice Department to try and say that you can fire someone if they are not following gender stereotypes. So, no, you are not. No, he is not. We have a Jew and a gay here. Yeah. <laughs> and we can say firsthand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that this is not good for us. No, I, I like it is really what it is. It's, it feels like ev- eventually we're going to get to a point where, you know, we've seen Roe v. Wade be attacked. Um, we've seen, you know, the trans military ban. I am legitimately nervous for be like, you know what? Because a lot of people in his cabinet, his vice president still don't believe that gay marriage should be legal. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Like Pompeo, Mike Pence. So, all he needs is someone to like whisper in his ear, be like, this will be really good for your reelection. If you say that you don't think that gay people should be able to get married. Yeah. I mean, he'll do it. He'll do whatever he, he can. He is so, I mean, in addition, I mean, the fact that he is repeating these words, calling himself the King of Israel later in this podcast, he will call himself the chosen one. Mm-hmm. He is going actually bonkers. I'm going to play this clip of how he is like losing the ability to speak correctly. It's of all of the, um, It's a compilation, basically, of all of his word farts. She shouldn't treat the United States that way by saying, what an absurd, she said, absurd. That's not the right word to use, absurd. She did not say absurd. The members of our armed forces, and, and you understand that very well, the members of our armed forces, have always lived so calling upon all 50 states to immediately waive all applicable state taxes as well despite these obstacles karen is now pursuing a degree sounds like he has peanut butter stuck in his mouth yeah he's slurring his words he is experiencing a mental decline yeah i think it's i I just think it's funny that it's like she should not she didn't she shouldn't have said she shouldn't have said absurd it's like she didn't say absurd she said absurd (laughs) right there is an actual word i do think he's in mental decline i think it's it if you've ever seen someone mentally decline that's what this is his sentences don't make any sense the things that he's unable to censor himself for Mm -hmm. have just well, and it's also, I was talking to a man about this before. There's also that whole theory about him being like a uh, Adderall snorter. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it's crazy to think about all, like, and like in the grand scheme of things, it is not that far-fetched because if we look back, it's like no one knew that JFK was like high on amphetamines the entire time of his presidency. No one knew that um, Ronald Reagan basically had Alzheimer's his whole second term. No one really knew that um what wait which um edith wilson's yeah. husband woodrow woodrow i like that i remember <laughs> her name yeah uh like was the president for because he was incapacitated yeah i mean you know that saying about how like sometimes the simplest explanation is the truth mm-hmm. it's so much simpler to just be like oh he is going senile mm-hmm. and that's why all this craziness is happening rather than to be like to try to actually like make excuses for each individual thing that's happening like it's much easier to just be like yeah this is a person with a mental disorder who is now in decline well it's like people get sick that's what life is people get sick and die at 74 at 74 or whatever you know and like i think about that too with like john mccain passing away like he almost was president and then he would have like he would have lived his whole term but then like he was experiencing issues like we may have not have known right at all. It's a great point. Interesting. 
Um, so now we have an update on the immigration crisis. Mm-hmm. Um, Trump, the Trump administration announced a new rule yesterday allowing them to detain migrant families who cross the U.S.-Mexico border. This violates the Flores Agreement, which is a decades-old court decision that prevents the government from holding children for more than 20 days and then sets the standards for their care. Yeah, so they're basically I mean, saying they so can, far yeah, that they this. can just hold them indefinitely. Yeah, like officially, mm-hmm. they can hold them indefinitely. Um, and basically, the Department of Homeland Security would be responsible for inspecting its own facilities. As you can see, they hold themselves to absolutely no standard. Yeah. Um, and basically, a court had to order the administration to provide kids who are in custody with toothbrushes, proper hygiene, meaning like showers, water, food. And if the if they didn't just do that on their own why would you ever trust these people to to hold themselves to any sort of appropriate the, standard of care the fact that a judge had to tell them that they need to provide children with proper hygiene and care is just insane well they don't want to do that and so. you know this comes this comes after you know they, they said that if you are a immigrant who relies upon government funding like food stamps or you know subsidized housing that you can be subject to de- deportation so in and now he goes on to talking about ending birthright citizenship so it's clearly like a systematic attack on migrants yeah the okay birthright citizenship basically means if you were born on american soil you are an american citizen it's guaranteed in the 14th amendment he's probably like who needs that one mm-hmm. um and basically he proposed ending it he said we're looking at that very seriously birthright citizenship where you have a baby on our land you walk over the border have a baby congratulations the baby is now a u.s citizen it's frankly ridiculous Mm -hmm. how do you think he became a u.s citizen i know he thinks like because my great-grandfather came here as a draft dodger from bavaria i automatically am worthy of u.s citizenship but it's like also like so what is that also causes the question like what happens to the people that who are currently here because of birthright citizenship do they we all are i know but like except for the native americans exactly it doesn't make any sense um and also it is not an easy process to become a citizen and you have to there's so many obstacles and it's just really upsetting because it's just really clearly attacking our the poorest and you know the the people escaping danger who really just need a place to to live because everyone has should have the right to live you think so <laughs> wow crazy <laughs> yeah and then we have our last thing in the trump corner he like i mentioned earlier he says that he is the chosen one this was in the context of Basically, people are afraid of a recession, Mm -hmm. uh, partly due to his own actions when it comes to China. And the federal deficit hit one trillion dollars earlier than it was expected to. So he was asked about whether his trade war with China was accelerating the recession. And he assured Americans that he is the chosen one to deal with China. We have a clip. Somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China on trade. And you know what? We're winning. So when he said, I am the chosen one, he like opened his arms and like looked to the sky. It was really odd. Are you saying Trump believes in God? I don't know. It's funny. I just recently watched this clip where people are like, what's your favorite book? And he's like, the Bible. And like, what's your favorite verse? He's like, I'd rather not say. Or I don't even know if it's a verse. And then he's like, "Are are you more of like an Old Testament or like a New Testament guy? And he's like, equal. (laughs) he doesn't know the difference there's no way he knows the difference also um one time he was 
there's a clip. It's so funny. I brought it up before when he was asked about God and he was like, God is amazing. Look at this golf course I built. (laughs) (laughs) That's essentially the gist of the clip. Like, but not just the gist. Like that was like kind of like this, the series of words pretty much. Yeah. Meanwhile, his disapproval rating is at 62%, which is the chosen one. Very. (laughs) So clearly not chosen by the majority of Americans. Yes, correct. This episode is brought to you by Beta Brand. Who says comfy can't be work appropriate? Assholes, that's who. Beta Brand wants you to look good and feel good even at the office. Yeah, I'm obsessed with uh, these these pants. Basically, I ordered the dress pant yoga pants, which look like, you know, your traditional work slacks that you'd wear if you were, you know, working in a bank or some bullshit like that. If they let you wear pants, who even knows anymore? Um, But they're super ultra comfy styles designed to impress. Mm -hmm. So instead of where I usually wear, you know, my workout clothes, I had a meeting. I had to talk to someone official, slightly more official than than me, than you. (laughs) So I decided to wear my beta brand dress pant yoga pants. They have great pocket options because the ladies love pockets. Um, it's all not th- our fault that we don't automatically get pockets and you automatically get pockets. I agree. I am a feminist for pocket pants. Um, <laughs> a style with deep, invisible zipper hand pockets. They've got styles for all shapes, all sizes, and all tastes. Boot cut, straight legs, skinny, cropped, and more. Standard colors like black, navy, gray, khaki with seasonal and limited edition colors released monthly. Yeah, and honestly, they are way more comfortable than jeans. They're mm-hmm. way more comfortable than like your actual normal slacks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're arguably as comfortable as workout pants. They looked very comfortable. They they were. I got lots of compliments. People thought I was fancy. I said, no, these are actually made of workout material. That's You why. can't tell, can you? <laughs> so visit betabrand.com slash sup, all lowercase, to get 20% off yours. That's betabrand.com slash sup. Millions of women agree these are the most comfortable pants you'll ever wear to work. And if you want to know how to spell it, it's B-E-T-A-B-R-A-N-D dot com slash sup, S-U-P. I think you guys know how to spell that, though. And you get 20% off your dress pant yoga pants. They're amazing. Let's move on to one more thing. Yeah. This has been a series of one more things. I know. Um, So at least 28 people have been arrested over threats to commit mass attacks since the pair of shootings a few weeks ago in El Paso and Dayton. Um, A lot of these came from teenagers making violent promises anonymously online. A 15-year-old in Florida joked in a video game that he wanted to massacre people at his school. Police showed up at his door. Thank God. Others seemed more serious. A 35-year-old man was arrested in Seattle after threatening to kill people and calling for the extermination of Hispanics. Uh, A hotel cook apparently upset over human resources issues has been arrested for allegedly planning a mass shooting of his co-workers and guests at a Marriott property in Long Beach, California. There's a lot more. Um, should I read them all? I guess I should just to really show you how terrible it is. A Chicago man, um, who's 19 was arrested after police said he threatened to kill people at a woman's reproductive health clinic on iFunny, which is, I guess, a, a social media platform where users can post memes. There's a reason none of us have ever heard of it. Uh, a self-described white nationalist threatened to attack an Ohio area Jewish center. Uh, most of these people, if they, most of these people, if they don't have legal, legal, legal weapons, are arrested for making criminal threats. Um, This comes as the FBI announced it would ask agency offices nationwide to conduct new threat assessments to hopefully thwart some more mass attacks. Ironically, 
what all these things have in common is that they are targeting minorities. Yeah. And you know when, like, this may sound all like Brett Stevens of me, but you know how Trump has destroyed the discourse? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like an interesting thing to me is how young some of these people are who are making the threats. Mm -hmm. And, like... I've always thought like, oh, what kind of effect does this have on just impressionable individuals, especially young ones? And what you're I'm seeing is that this is he's made it okay. Yeah, because not only is it like he's himself engaging in these comments, but when someone actually kills people or multiple people actually kill people or groups Mm -hmm. of people based on his comments, he doesn't reprimand them or he doesn't. He basically supports it. Well, it's just really frightening because all this stuff has happened and the rhetoric hasn't slowed down. Exactly. You know, there was like two seconds of talks of him talking about background checks and then he goes on a fucking ra- He has a call with Wayne LaPierre and completely backtracks and then he goes to a fucking rally of his and he makes a comment about how, you know, the person doesn't pull the trigger. You know, the gun doesn't pull the trigger. Whatever the fuck their talking point is. Completely doesn't. And everyone claps and screams in the audience. So he's like, oh, I'm keeping that one. I'm not. So I'm definitely not passing background checks. And the same in the same um, rally, he called out one of his supporters for being overweight. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, you're going to run home to your mommy and your mother's going to be like, what are you doing? It's like, what? What kind of weird projection is this? I know. I don't understand. Like, he's such a fucking bully. And like the and I don't know why people aren't like, like I guess if people were bullied in high school they like him or if they were the bullies they remind him of him I don't even know. What's really scary is you know a lot of these people are young people are teenagers making these violent promises, and that's because they are more their brains aren't fully developed. Yeah. They are more susceptible to like, for lack of a better word, brainwashing. You know. They see a meme where they make a joke about a Jewish person, but it's not exactly fully anti-Semitic. It's not like terrible. And, it, and then they're like, oh, okay, I guess I can make a joke about this. And then it gets further and further and further until it progresses until, oh, I should probably go to a Jewish center with my assault rifle. Right. And if you have parents who are like, maybe, maybe they disagree with this. The answer that the kid has is, but the president does it. Yeah. He got elected. Everyone must like it. Mm-hmm. It's like, especially if he gets reelected in 2020. It's like the ultimate positive reinforcement. Yeah. Which is terrifying. I just don't Go understand. vote everyone. I just don't understand this doubling down on background checks and assault rifles when it is clear the electorate does not agree. Everyone thinks that we should have comprehensive gun reform with including background checks and the majority of people think that we should ban assault weapons. Well, you know, in The Handmaid's Tale, most of the electorate didn't agree either. That's true. So. But it's like, you know, my nephew is going to elementary school for the first time. And my sister sent me a link about people like buying bulletproof, bulletproof backpack. backpacks. Yeah. It's like, that's where we are. It really is. Um, like, it doesn't really matter that most of the country doesn't support most of these things. And that is the case with so many things. Abortion rights. Mm-hmm climate change none of these things seem to matter when it comes to the fact that republicans have spent decades engineering it engineering things so that minority rule would be the status of this country yeah so Um, yeah hope you have a fun weekend everyone i just hope i hope everyone like can talk to someone about you know what's going on maybe change your mind if we all you know you've seen the movie pay it forward yes love that movie (laughs) 
Just pay it forward with knowledge. How early 2000s. <laughs> I know. Well, I was thinking about how it's going to be 2020, like in few, so like soon. three months. And that means 2010 was 10 years ago, <laughs> which I 2000 know. 2000 was 20 years that's ago. That's wild. I, I know. I don't know if that like, I, I that's clearly how time works and math. But <laughs> isn't it crazy that you only get like one lifespan unless you believe in reincarnation? I don't know. Let's just say one for now. Uh-huh. Um, like you only get like 19, like I'm only going to get 1989 through like who knows, but mm-hmm. like those, that's the only period. Like yeah. the, the, that's the time. So like, let's not fuck it up, please. I know. I know. There was also this, sorry to be another bummer. Um, <laughs> there was also this recent report that came out from like the UN or something that said it's already too late for climate change. <laughs> And that the only things we can do is to either slow it. We can just slow it down. <laughs> so great. it's like, I was like, fuck. We can move to Greenland. I mean, yeah. they seem to be great. There we go. We have Alaska. Right. Can we just be happy with what we have? I know. <laughs> I don't know. It's so sad. This whole thing. Canada. I don't will- mean to depress you guys. I know. If you want to laugh at the news instead of cry, you should sign up to the Betches Sup email, which comes mm-hmm. every day around noon. It goes great with your sad desk salad. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. It's written by Elise. Please mm-hmm. sign up. You go to betches.co slash sub sign up. If you're already signed up, you can tell your friends about it. You basically, all you have to do to get it, and you can win prizes for telling your friends about it. We have awesome prizes. The stickers that you see us regramming, pop, a Michelle Obama pop, so- pop socket, notebook, uh, portable wine glass, makeup pouch. What else do we have? Are those all the things? I think they are. Um, basically what you do is you go to referral.batches.com. You sign up. It gives you a unique link that you can send to your friend that automatically registers that once, once your friend sign, signs up, it automatically registers that it was him or her that signed up and we send you stickers and, or if you get five people, you then get a pop socket or, you mm-hmm. know, there's increments. Uh, how, so, you know how it works. Yeah. So the link is in the description of this podcast. So all you have to do is click on it. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. Everything in life is hard, but this is easy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Until the end of democracy, I'm Sammy Fishbine. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this has been the Bet to Sup podcast. Betches. <laughs>